Hey peeps, it's me again, Rosie here with Rosie Says, and it's another segment of important discussion, topic, you know, whatever. Anyways, I had to talk about this because I couldn't believe this, and I was wondering about this a while because it's been in the news about, you know, Trump, um, the takedown of basically this, you know, what the social media did ultimately to him to just shut him basically entirely and indefinitely at this point. And anyways, I don't know if some of, some of you actually noticed, and I mean, if you actually did notice, but, you know, this actually really was weird. I was just stumbling upon today, minding my own business, and after I washed my face this um, late morning, early afternoon, and I just stumbled upon my local city's, you know, newspaper, because I guess they have an app already from the Tribune. And I checked it out, and it talked about my mayor. And I was thinking, hmm, what's going on with her? And it says something about her and then social media. And people think from what I read from the article was that she basically, Mrs. Hartman or Miss Hartman, because I don't know if she's a Mrs. or, or Miss. I have to probably figure that stuff later. But I'm just not going to say her real name because, you know, due to privacy and I don't want her to find out I'm trying to shame her or something or not even though I'm not doing that because apparently she decided for no reason this lady Miss or Mrs. Hart, um, Hartman the mayor of this town my current mayor basically she basically for some reason had some arguments and I mean arguments with some people that ultimately she blocked the local city uh, one of the radio hosts in this town and I don't know who it was but it was some man who worked in a town in this town locally for a radio station and for some reason they were he was having a basic discussion with her on her Instagram social media account and apparently she blocked him for some reason because apparently what I was reading from the article was there were some things that some people voiced their you know disapprove of concerns and apparently she's been blocking people and then, apparently, for those reasons, people, and this is what inspired this article today, from, for whatever reason, how long she's been doing this, they think people like her are, you know, and they think she basically is abusing her social media account. Well, honestly, I have to say, what I was reading in the article, too, was fair in one post. She was probably engaging with these people in arguments, but also in another breath, there was also the typical, you know, ho-hum of the trolls the cyber trolls and I have to assume this not to make her look bad or anything but I think it's because it's a mix of both where I guess you could say some of the stuff that's been passing in this county possibly in this city I guess some people don't like it and I guess they're voicing their concerns and then some of them are upset with her about that even though there's nothing she could do much anyways because the whole state besides nation are under you know some type of you know covid like restrictions and i guess for some reason they assume and this is my belief this is what's going on that they think she's abusing power by uh blocking people which i don't know if that's really a nice thing to say that she's intentionally doing that because honestly if i had her power and i had cyber trolls just going on there being you know a bunch of bitches with me and saying such insensitive and nasty commentary i probably would be blocking them too and I wouldn't blame her for it, but I think to have a debate 
with a radio show host somewhere in this town or county and maybe not liking some of the stuff that she passed possibly and then ultimately blocking them that's a bit morbid and a bit much i think i feel like if that's the case maybe she should just like you know turn off her comments because there is an option on instagram guys you don't know this but both youtube and instagram despite two of those uh, social media accounts being owned by two different companies they made it already easy for people not to you know deal with you know stuff like that and it's in the setting somewhere where you could like turn off comments and i think in her case because this is a woman who is a mayor of my town that i'm from i feel like that's not really good if that's the kind of professionalism she's basically show you know boating with because it's like you know if she can't handle constructive criticism then she's really not really good for the job that's all i gotta say it's like you know the whole point of being you know a mayor the whole point and uh having to hear someone's you know, dislikes, it's supposed, it's supposed to be like coming to a common ground and coming across and using that in a constructive way to, you know, to do better. But if she's having a hard time with that and she's having to fight with people and then ultimately blocking people on her own social media account, then she's pretty much not good for this job. I thinking, I'm thinking it's because maybe, you know, because she's probably not aware about turning off comments she doesn't have to block everybody necessarily but if she wants to and she ever thought about this maybe she could do like a poll to see which stuff people would like to you know vote on the next upcoming ballot and you know voting for like the you know the you know like those like not so uh important voting time between the four years when you have to vote like the you know local and state and uh, and whatever kind of voting I, i'm just gonna say this maybe she should just do a poll and see what stuff people like and dislike and maybe from that they could put that on a ballot or something instead of having to argue with people online because you know the whole lack of professionalism right there that just comes off as weird and people are thinking she's abusing her social media presence because of that and i'm thinking she should make a second account for herself and her friends and family and just keep the mayor of slow just with no comments off limits from you know fighting with people and blocking people and then just basically shut down the comments instead instead of having to block people probably argue with them and you know with cyber trolls you really can't do anything about those people those people just live a life of nonsense and at this point, if they want to do better, then they would have done something about it to actually make it happen. All I can say to you guys is this. You know, it's a blessing to know that we live in an era and time where social media kind of like has its own, um, basically, stake in our lives. But we have to really be ready for the fact that if we're going to be, you know, the face of public, you know voice and all this stuff like a politician usually is we have to learn to just not take things probably too personally you know i think maybe she probably took whatever they were saying to her personally and i feel like um you know if you really want to have your own stuff on social media just make a second account like i did like right now i you know you're probably not gonna believe this but i actually made my uh podcast 
because I wanted to voice my stuff. But then I also made my own second Instagram account. Actually, I should say third. Because my first one, I forgot the past one. I forgot to use that one. And then I made a second one. And then a third one, I ultimately made this for my podcast. And that one, I would rather just like, you know, leave little to less to the imagination and just only to promote, you know, my podcast. But I wouldn't want to go on there and argue with people back and forth. I hope not. And, and try to, you know, block them just because we have different opinions. I think it's a little bit much when, you know, if I was a mayor or something like that. I, I don't know. I just would just do polls and just shut down comments if that's what's going to happen. Like, you know, a lot of other people do it. Even some celebrities sometimes, you know, shut down their comments, make their accounts private. And I think for her, it's all about maybe just shutting the comments down, not making her uh, account for her professional, you know, work private. But she could just, you know, turn off the comments and not talk to these people. And maybe, you know, she could try to have her own personal account for her personal stuff, but separately from it because, you know, she should. And I feel like people who are going to be famous, they should definitely do the same thing. Have your professional work accounts and then have your second one just for yourselves and for your family and friends only. But everybody else could have the professional account. And then, of course, you could have like what these people keep talking about in YouTube. I keep hearing a lot called a moderator. They can hire one of those people to moderate, you know, that stuff. That way there's not weird trolls. And if people are going to argue about this stuff, instead of doing it on social media, they should just, you know, voice that opinion basically on the news. Because to me, that's where it makes more sense to talk about the politics of what this town's supposed to have versus what it doesn't supposed to have, why the argument's supposed to be. And in her case, she could just do polls and then maybe talk about it on a city, like, night, you know, meeting or something like that, or a day meeting. You know when they have, like, one of those city meetings for the town? To talk about what events are supposed to happen, what things people might like, what things people could voice their opinions and talk about to improve, you know, the city. And then talk with, like, the city manager about this. Because I heard about that before and I didn't know what that was until this one bus driver told me. If there was some stuff I didn't like about the buses, then I would have to voice it to a city manager. And I'm thinking, I'm going to have to say this, if this mayor of mine named Miss or Mrs. Hartman... If she's listening to my podcast, I would advise her, talk to a city manager, do a virtual, you know, public meeting of some sort, and then put it on a local news channel, and then those who have opposition to what she's doing, they can voice it there instead, in a more professional setting, instead of doing it on a social media account, because I think that's just weird and atrocious. I feel like if there's some stuff that the city... And the public of the county need to know about what's happening in San Luis Obispo County or that town slow. They should just do it in that type of setting. But do it virtually like everyone else has been doing it with their jobs. I would think that would be a much more appropriate approach than blocking people on social media just because you have a different viewpoint and a disagreement. And, you know, you're the mayor of that town. I would think maybe you'd want to do it like this. How about just put it here and not do it on social media? To me, social media should be like, you know, like a catalog, but like a virtual one. It should be a fun, entertaining catalog to, like, look at and just enjoy. That's the whole point of the hearts and stuff is to like it. It's not to 
you know, encourage negativity. That's why you see a heart because it's encouraged what? Positivity. That's the point. I think Miss Miss Mrs. or Miss Hartman needs to do that. Because I think if she could do that and you know, I'm just gonna say this to her straight up. If I ever had to meet her face to face, I'd say, you know what? Take your crap to the TVs. Make an online poll on the city's website or county's website. And then have people attend one of those virtual city meetings to talk about things that are, you know, annoying the general public in this town. And what they can do to fix it or something, you know. Not just, you know, go into a blocking tangent and be like, oh, because you offended me, now I have to block you. And then these trolls, they won't stop, so I have to block them too and get rid of them. Well, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong blocking trolls. People should always block trolls. And that's not abusing power, people. That's just her just doing the right thing. I just don't think it's fair that it sounds like she's abusing power just because she might not agree either. I just think how she's going about it, blocking a radio show host and then maybe other concerned citizens who really have some opinions and maybe are very vocally opinionated and maybe not know how to hold their own tongues, which is going to be how it is, is going to be what it is. And um, I'm just hoping, you know, maybe she just turns from social media and put it back the way it normally usually runs in the public, like, you know, a, 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 a town meeting, as they call it. Something like that, but a virtual one. So that way people could see it and the news could talk about it and then whatever's going on locally, they could just voice it there. And instead of doing it, you know, on her own personal or, you know, the city's social media, Instagram, I would think it would be better off there because the whole point is, the, the last thing she wants to do is put a, you know, ugly image to this town and make it, like, not so inviting if she's arguing with her own you know, residents of the same city. And it, it would just make this place look worse, you know, than it already does. It's just important for people like her to know that it's okay to not agree with everything with everybody, but it'd be better off if she just put it in like a poll, like an online poll survey that says, what do you think we could do in this town? What do you think we should do to improve it? And also, um... And if there's more things to discuss, we're going to schedule this uh, town meeting, a virtual one. And all who want to see us via Zoom or Instagram Live or something, please meet us there. And then, you know, post it on the news website and hopefully they can talk about what's going on with Heidi and uh, some of the residents arguing with her about things they don't like. And maybe they can finally get the things that they want but in a more professional and more appropriate setting. So hopefully she does that. Can't say that for Donald Trump, though, because now that he's gone, he's no longer a president. Thank God. No offense. But he could have done something equally like that. You know, that I just mentioned about my mayor doing more of an improvement. But I would have to say, in his case, had he done it that way, instead of doing that incursion, of that the stupid stunt that he did on the 6th, it would have been more better off. Like, 
He could have done like a survey with his fan base. He could have um, asked them to meet with him on a virtual meeting or like he normally does with a rally, but not at the Capitol, but just somewhere like away from that place. Because the whole thing over there was just too much. And in his case, you know, this is why he's getting his social media, you know, pass basically removed from him. Because apparently he got revoked for doing all the wrong things you're not supposed to do. Which is, you know, fight with people, say insulting stuff, encourage insulting things, and encourage evil and violent stuff. Which got him revoked ultimately on social media on these, you know, very respectable apps. And now it's like coming to terms with with that happening. It's like now it's almost like some, you know, people like Donald Trump. Unfortunately, my hometown's mayor is probably doing the same crap too. Just, you know, not engaging in a peaceful manner on social media, which is causing this conflict of interest of some sort. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing wrong in this town for people to have an issue with her but it's not like it's as worse i would imagine as donald trump's dumb thing that he did i would just have to say i'm thinking that maybe it's because like i said not having tough skin maybe she's not good for this job could be that reason she's not really good at receiving constructive criticism because maybe she thought that was actual criticism and was confused because of all the online trolls that could be on there trolling along because they do that's what trolls do what do they do they just troll along Troll along, you trolls. You're good for nothing. That's what you are. You bunch of bitches. You're good for nothings. But anyways, I'm hoping what she could do is what I just mentioned is just shut down the comments on her professional Instagram account for the mayor of the city and just shut those down, of course, respectfully saying this. That way no one comments anything stupid ever and they can just only like the thing instead or not on their own choice. Of their own volition. But anyways. She could also make her own private Instagram account. But for herself. And only comment amongst those that she likes. And deems that she could trust. And whatever. On her own personal time. On her own personal phone of course. That isn't linked to her office of her actual job. And hopefully she could just take that advice. I could just give tonight. And hopefully that will encourage something positive so that way if she really you know wants to talk to people about this town and engage with them on social media maybe it's time to like just you know limit um things that you could write on your professional account if it's just basically going to make you end up blocking people for having a different opinion from you i mean there's nothing wrong being opinionated it's just that when it comes to blocking a radio show host because you didn't like what they said to you or what they assume you're doing about your job or whatever they're doing that's kind of weird and morbid i'm just hoping uh if she just you know does what i was asking about just you know do a poll talk to uh, the news outlets about this get a website ready with surveys and then do a virtual town meeting and hopefully she can just do it like that instead of people really need to voice their concerns and then hopefully she contacts the city manager about it so that way it could just get established and start off from there from scratch and I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with people's opinions I'm just thinking well I know we're all kind of you know 
dealing with this COVID restrictions, this nightmare that keeps killing our loved ones. I mean, you know, all's well that ends well for some of us, but not everyone can say that. But hopefully, you know, we can come out of this strong. But in that case, I'm hoping as well is that after what I just mentioned, she could take that. Because what, what worries me is that if she ever tries to run for mayor again, if she even thinks about it, it's going to be a bad look for her. Because one thing I was talking about to my mom earlier is that, I don't know if I did talk about this or not, but I think I did because I did mention saying, because, you know, if she ever ran for office again, people are going to remember what she done. Kind of like what happened with Donald Trump, what the crap that he was doing. People are going to always remember that he pretty much put people you know, in trouble, and no offense to you guys, you didn't know this, but I also read today online, of course, an, another online article, according to an online article via Yahoo, I guess the loud, proud boys ain't so proud and loud no more, because those loud morons basically feel like they've been treasoned, and they've been treated like crap, and basically became large, huge amounts of human carpets, and they feel like they've been used and had. Well, bitches, when you serve, you know, you serve a selfish-ass ruler, of course he's not going to save your asses in the end. He don't know about you. He never cared. But anyways, now some of these people, these proud, loud boys, apparently what they want to call them is whatever the fuck they are, they apparently are so pissed off at Donald Trump that now they don't want to join in any future protests anymore for the Republican Party. On top of that, another funny thing that happened now that they're, they're mad at him because they never got a pardon either. So they feel like they've been had, betrayed, and whatever. And so this is why I'm talking about this conversation today about this um, social media influence that's gone wrong. Because, you know, it's getting people taking things like too personable. Even though online is just online stuff and it's really never to be that much more personal than it's supposed to be. But... According to the proud, loud, moron boys, they're upset with him because they didn't get a pardon. And they they started to finally realize that they, basically two weeks ago, he used them just to uh, inflict the capital because of his anger of not accepting the loss that he pretty much lost anyways. And he basically used all those people to destroy the capital for them to end up pooping and shitting and peeping. And urinating in that building, which I feel sorry for the National Guard for sleeping in there for. But, they basically feel like they've been used and they couldn't believe it. And then they, they were still mad enough to the point that they couldn't believe that they started talking amongst each other on such secret apps like Telegram and stuff like that. That they're no longer going to participate in anything of those kind of reasons. Because they think that Donald Trump is some kind of wimp now and that he basically backed out and conceded. And that, I guess apparently to some of these loud, proud, moron boys, they feel offended that he was so, according to them, weak. And for those reasons, that's why they decided to just distance themselves from Trump. Which I can't believe it because no one realized this, that most of the time that all these people that were his fans... He was very much distant from all of them. And I'm guessing the cult is starting to wake up from their little weird, possessed, demonized control. Because I guess you could say Trump put a spell on them, alright? And now they're starting to snap out of it three years later. 
in case of them, but then the other ones, four years and five before that. So they got lucky they were just in this crap for three years. But anyways, I just got to say this, guys. Um, I hope people can be more understanding that, you know, it's not really, you know, the Internet's fault that they're, you know, censoring us. It's more like it's our own fault on how we pretty much put ourselves out there. And if we're not being responsible in that kind of sense, guys, about how to, you know, present ourselves in a professional, like, setting like my mayor right now just pretty much didn't do. And like Trump didn't do for the last effing five years of his damn life on the social media app before he got in and out of this presidency. I would have to say to you guys, yeah, it's a grand and a big wake-up call. Some of us really need to realize this. It's not okay to block people just because you have a few arguments with them. I feel like unless they're threatening you and they're just insulting you just because they want to be mean, then, uh, you know, I understand you should continue to block and to be safe and do steps and measures that can make you feel comfortable on social media. Because like I said before... I, what I like about social media, the best part about social media, I can block people and I'll never the deal with them ever because I never met any of these bitches. However, in person, that's another story. I can't block people in person. It's not as easy, even though I wish. Besides, you would have to fill out like a civil restraining order. And the civil one basically means it's not really a threatening one, but it's one that just keeps you away from them from like 100 feet plus and more. But they have to, you have to have an actual you know, real need and reason for a restraining order. So, apparently, that shit's not going to work. But anyways, guys, it's just a, an alarming reminder that even ourselves can be the problem of social media. Even though today, like what happened to me on Twitter, and now supposedly Twitter's being exposed for allowing pornographic images, videos, and supposedly some children pornographic videos have been emerging in their site, yet they're going to clown me with calling two white 36-year-old people white trash for having sex and being nasty and me commenting that they're basically going to have to basically, you know, hazmat the situation or clean the Ferris wheel because of how nasty they are for doing that. They're going to they're gonna block me out of my account for saying that, but... They're not going to get rid of the timeline that they have full of smut and punish someone like me for saying something like that. I mean, you know, if NY Post didn't post that, I probably wouldn't have said anything. Is that my fault That at that point, too? Should NY Post be careful what they post in the, in the, in the future? And also, for that matter, why do they have to think that I did something wrong? To violate their terms when I'm just saying just something and just being a little out, bit outspoken. I mean, what the fuck? You know? And that's what I'm saying, guys. It's not really censorship. It's more like them moderating as well, too. But I guess somebody white got offended is what it was. Well, I wasn't being racist. It's just basically the kind of stuff you hear, like, um, you know poor cartoons like you know stuff like you hear like on like simpsons or family guy and you pretty much hear jokes about you know white trash this and that and that's pretty much what you hear so they do kind of stupid stuff like that which is pretty much hilarious and funny but you know 
in reality, this actually really did happen to a couple who was nasty. And all I did was just post my opinion. And for some reason, that got me locked out. You see, I could tell you, I do take the responsibility of saying that. And I'm still going to repost that once I get a chance to get back on. So, watch it, Twitter. I ain't fucking with you, but you be fucking with me way too many times. I ain't interested in your pecky, you little bitch. Talking to you, Jack Dorsey. Anyways, all I gotta say is that, you see, what I'm posting on there as a comment is harmless versus what Donald Trump did versus what freaking Twitter has been doing the whole time. Since its establishment in 2009, I should say, it's been a while, okay? So, people are getting, you know, up in their pants about this shit. I think to myself, you know what? Sometimes the posts speak for themselves. But, you know what? If I'm going to come, I'm going to comment. But I know I'm not doing anybody harm. I'm not threatening anybody here. I guess someone got butthurt over the fact that basically white trash is basically a sensitive thing. Ooh. Like, not saying the N-word isn't any worse. It is. Like, not pointing out that Trump actually did encourage people to do what he wanted to do himself. It is. Versus my own city's mayor for what she's doing. But she's just basically not abusing social media like people are saying she is. It's more like she doesn't know how to control it the way she should be doing it, And someone else should be dealing with that instead. Because it's basically the city's Instagram. is not really hers to be honest. Anyways guys, I know. I'm just going to bore you with my nonsense of ranting. And why I'm pissed off about what Twitter did to me today. And what happened with the mayor, and then what ultimately happened to Trump and became the most silenced person in America via social media. But this is just how it is, peeps. Sometimes we do stuff ourselves to basically accelerate stuff to make it worse. And other times, they're really the ones at fault because they made a platform. And then it's almost like they're regretting the decision. So it's like, okay, then you want me to shut up, but yet you want to have a platform. And yet you don't want to hear someone's opinion, and yet you feel like you're offended. Fuck you, okay? So don't get mad at me. Get mad at yourselves, you dick faces. Okay? I'm not the one responsible for putting the post from NY, and I'm definitely sure I'm not responsible for whatever happened between my mayor and some of the people in town here, and certainly ain't gonna ever be responsible for what Donald Trump did on the 6th. Fuck that shit. I'm probably more harmless than anybody thinks I am. I hardly post much shit to incriminate myself with. I just post my opinion, and for some reason, it offends somebody. Huh, jeez. If the truth hurts, then don't read it. But anyways, peeps, just want to let you guys know, thanks for listening. Right now, it's, oh, jeez, it's already midnight. It's already tomorrow. <laughs> I'm here drinking hot chocolate, and I'm hearing the ocean, as you can hear it yourselves. Yeah, I know. But it's okay, I'm not mad. I just wanted to say this because I had a good laugh about it. I'm just like, oh, damn. That's some shit. I don't know. I must be doing something right to get blocked all the time from freaking Twitter. It feels like it's basically common for me at this point. If I get locked out of Twitter again, I feel like I should get the Guinness Book of Records and should put that on there and should be rewarded a book and a medal from that place because, damn. The many times I get locked out, damn, son. I should get rewarded for that, too. Where's my reward? Guinness. Come on. It's a record. Give it to me now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, have a good night, guys. Or morning. Or afternoon. Because I don't know where you guys are listening from this from. Because I don't know. 
And as always, see you next podcast. And this is Rosie Says. Hey guys, it's me again for another installment of Tidbits. What I'm going to talk about is constructive criticism. And what you probably are thinking about is that I'm going to try something with a definition. No, not really, but if I have to, I'll check it on right now. Let me see. Let me go on. Let me go tap in constructive criticism. Okay, let me put the constructive word. And then, oh yeah, there it is. Constructive criticism. And it says for the definition via .net, it says, Constructive criticism is the process of offering a valid and well-reasoned opinions of the work of others, usually involving both positive and negative comments, in a friendly manner rather than an oppositional one. I guess you could say what we learned today from my podcast was most people can't take constructive criticism. And I'm guessing that was my mayor, Miss or Mrs. Hartman of the town I live in. I'm guessing that's probably why she was blocking like crazy. But I can't blame her. Once again, I'm just going to say this. It's okay to block trolls. It's fine. And if you have to argue with someone online and it becomes really, you know, rancid, the conversation, it's probably for the best. But if it's just going to be about a debate on, you know, things with politics and stuff, I don't think necessarily so. But it's okay to have an open discussion and dialogue. There's nothing wrong with that. It just means you're just both two highly opinionated different individuals. Is that wrong? Not really, but it happens often that some people just can't take the constructive criticism. It's not exactly a critique because critique usually, you know, comes in with, you know, hashing something, putting you down, so to speak, not really being helpful. And that's what a constructive criticism is for. And those are better in debates anyways, because if it's about unity and unifying the community, that's what it should be. Only open critiques in the form of constructive use and purposes. Because if it's going to help us stay together as a community, then it's going to help us win together as a community. Because all this division is really simply not helping at this point. So constructively saying, it's okay to criticize if it's going to come from a helpful, loving place. Or as they said in the definition.com, I mean .net, my bad, from a friendly manner. Basically at a, you know, at a really safe and very harmonious, you know, vantage point, basically, with no opposition, basically is what they stated. Basically to say, like, you know, there's no hate in us, there's no anger, there's no fight, but we're definitely here to fight for what's right together, but not fight each other about it, if that makes any sense. I know. Probably mulling over about this one, too, but it's like, yeah, I don't blame her for doing what she did. Because, you know, I block a lot of people almost all the time. Not every day. Oh, my God, there was one time I almost did all the time, like, almost every day. But anyways, that was, like, years ago. Lately, I've been kind of stagnant. And I've been kind of stagnated, and I've been kind of drifting away from my social media accounts. But since I decided I needed another uh, Instagram for a game I'm playing, which basically was just another animal I added to the Jurassic World Alive game I've been playing with my sister and me and her husband, I've been trying to add more characters. And also, was as well as another Pokemon Go um, avatar. So that's pretty much why I did that. 
didn't really need to make it, but I just wanted to because, you know what, why not? But anyways, I'm hoping what I learned through her experience from this, um, you know, local town's news article and learning from what Donald Trump did, I'm going to apply that with my professional account for my podcast, hopefully on here too, and as well as on my professional Facebook account for that matter. Uh, screw, screw what Twitter did to me. I'm not going to deal with them anymore at this point because it's like, ugh, it's either if or when I'm going to just delete that thing and just, you know, leave them like the rest of the world has been leaving Facebook and WhatsApp lately. Probably like that. Because if I can't voice my stuff without being criticized and shut down for no reason, then what's the point patronizing a place that doesn't want to give me a place and a space to talk freely in that space? So, whatever. Anyways, guys, I hope this tidbits help you in some way. It kind of did for me. And it made me realize how much now that we have to be aware when we have debates, we have to always come in a constructive criticizing way. Because, you know, if it's about encouragement in a positive way, and if it's going to help people in a positive way, why not do it that way? What do we got to lose? We're already dying on here because not having enough vaccinations not having enough time to get any more supplies, not, not really much made on our behalf because Trump basically lied to the general public. But, you know, that doesn't mean life has to be gone just because things like that happen. We can still win this fight. We can still fight the good fight, but we're going to do it in what? In a constructive, criticizing way. For what reason? To unify together. And I think that's what's really more important here. You know, I feel sorry for her because I understand what that's like. And I don't think she was abusing her account. I don't see in that way. I just think maybe she probably doesn't know the full extent to the Instagram, you know, profile. Is that you could just, you know, silence people through just, you know, closing off the comment section. And, you know, make it so that way people still could, you know, go on online traffic. Still, you know, hit the mayor. See who the person is, see what the town is like. So that way, when people who are from out of state want to come over here, they won't have to see that ugly, you know, mess, but they'll just see someone who represents a very interesting city. I wouldn't say happy city, I would just say another cute, quaint, charming college town, and she could be the face of it. Instead of arguing with people within her town and people seeing that, it's like, oh snap, oh no. And, you know, people, you know, they take it personally when a, you know, a person with their professional background does, you know, stupid stuff like this. But I don't think she did anything wrong or dumb. It's just I don't think she's aware how sometimes social media works. And, you know, I've been actually learning this myself because for some reason social media didn't make a manual or a video or how to step of what to do and not to do on social media. There just isn't one. I always say this a lot. Every time I get locked out of my account or I see others complaining about other people and they're always fighting with each other, I always tell myself, why doesn't social media make a manual on the do's and don'ts of what you do on social media? So that way people who they assume is breaking the rules maybe just didn't know about it enough to begin with. Yeah, think about that. Maybe most of the people like me just aren't aware there's certain stuff we're not supposed to do because there isn't a rule book that says until it's, what, too fucking late? Nice going, Twitter, you fucking numb nuts. 
guys are a bunch of idiots getting mad at whatever I'm saying, but yet you don't have a manual or an instruction or a how-to guide or a slide or a video instruction on how to not do the things that you're not supposed to put on your damn platform. That's something they should keep in mind if they're listening and stumble upon my podcast. Because honestly, my God, that's annoying as fuck. But anyways, peeps, don't want to make this tidbits too long. It's just me talking about criticism and constructive criticism. And guess what? That's my version of constructive criticism. Eat that, Twitter. Anyways, just like I said, this is the tidbits for constructive criticism. And honestly, we all need some of that. Sometimes, some constructive critiques. We just do. We just don't always know what we do, but we sometimes do. Even me. And like I said, peeps, as always... See you next podcast, and this is Rosie Says.